0: Hey friends, you're listening to the Bible Tracked Echoes Radio Broadcast. I'm Mike McCurry, your host. It's a grand privilege to speak to you today. I'm looking forward to what God has for us on the docket for today. It's amazing how he works things out for us to be speaking about this specific topic. I get messages from many of you throughout the week of broadcast and just a little kind words of encouragement. I can't tell you what that means to me. I don't know how many I get a day, at least a couple, but let me tell you this. I'd love to hear from you. If you've never reached out, please feel free to do so. Now I'll also say this. If you have reached out before, keep Communicating. I love hearing from people and it's amazing when your name pops up and I recognize that name and I can go back through a text thread with you and just see how God has led through our interactions. Many of you, we were only introduced. Two and a half years ago, when I became the director of the Bible Tracks Incorporated Ministry, it's amazing to know that in this short period of time, so many of you have become, honestly, friends. And to think of it that way, people in far-flung places like Arizona, Wisconsin, Florida, we're just talking to a friend from Arkansas that listens every once in a while as they're able to, California, Seattle area, it's just amazing. Even people from outside the continental United States, like. Liberia and Antigua. It's just amazing to see. God's been very good to me. This week we're talking about prayer and today specifically here's the title, here's the thought, here's the theme, and here's the thrust. I'm going to encourage you to look up, to look up. We don't look up that often, do we? We kind of everything is on one plane of existence for us, but we'd be wise as we serve a God whose ways are higher than our ways, to look up every once in a while. And that's my encouragement to you today. And so, find your place in the book of Matthew, chapter number 6. Chapter number 6, we're looking at one particular phrase of Matthew chapter number 6. Remember this, if you miss the Monday, the Tuesday, the Wednesday... The Even if you missed today, all of today's broadcast, if you're not able to listen to the entire thing, you can go back and listen to the podcast version of our broadcast. Just search for Bible Tracked Echoes on your favorite podcast player. You can also watch the video version on YouTube and Facebook, I'm actually coming to you, my set today, so-called my studio today, is not some ornate, picturesque place, I am in the RV, I'm in the motorhome, and so if you want a little glimpse of that, I don't know why you would, because I, I was I was talking to someone recently about the fact that I have a face for radio, and uh, they say you, know, you have a voice for radio and a face for radio, you ever heard that old joke, I said yeah, you know what, that's probably why I have a beard kind of the abraham lincoln thing uh the the strategy that he had to cover his face a little bit and uh, anyway so that's my desire anyway i I digress most definitely we're in the book of matthew chapter 6 let's talk about prayer and stop talking about me matthew chapter 6 and verse number 9 the bible says this after this manner therefore pray ye our father which art in heaven hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever. Amen. What a powerful set of verses here we find in the model prayer. We're talking today with this theme. Look up. Look up. Let me encourage you to love God. Now, you may be thinking, okay, well, that seems like a non sequitur. What what does that have to do with this concept of looking up? What does that have to do with a model prayer? Well, think about this. That phrase, after hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come. If you love someone, then it's very likely you will miss them when they are gone. Think about that. I think of my uh, two little girls. They love their... Papa and Mimi, they love their grandma and grandpa. Those are the two sets of grandparents, Papa and Mimi and grandma and grandpa. Well, Papa and Mimi, we live in the same town as Papa and Mimi, but grandma and grandpa, my parents, they live about seven hours away from where we normally are, where we live in Dwight, Illinois. They live in Topeka, Kansas. That's a little bit of a jaunt, you know? So not only do my kids, their grandparents, grandma and grandpa, they all they love each other. Absolutely. I think they love their grandkids more than they love me these days. You know how that goes, right? But they love them. They love each other. They miss each other and they ask each other, when are you going to come visit? When are you gonna come? Well how about our father, which are in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come. Think about this. If you love him, you will miss him and you will ask him to come visit you. Does that make sense? The fact that we should love him so much we should be so desirous of a real and close relationship with him realize here on earth we can absolutely have a close relation we have the indwelling of the holy spirit we've got god part of god almighty the triune being that we get to serve he lives within us and what a privilege that is our body is the temple of the holy ghost what a blessing but can i tell you I want to be with him full-time. I want him to have full custody of my life. Not only here on earth, but I wouldn't mind just going to his place for a while. How about for eternity? Not just a vacation, not just Thanksgiving, not just visiting grandma and grandpa. I want to go live with God. Thy kingdom come. If you love him, you'll miss him. You'll ask him to come. If you don't think about heaven, it's unlikely you will pray for it. I'm talking to Christians now. But if you don't think about heaven, you probably won't be asking for it. If everything in your life is so just on one level. We see everything as it pertains to our earthly existence and what a miserable existence it can be. There's joys to be had. We can have a little heaven on earth, absolutely. But there are times that living on this old dirt ball, man, it can be difficult. Maybe I'm just speaking for myself. Maybe everything's just roses and peaches for you. Maybe thing is, maybe everything is just amazing for you. But in my life, things can be difficult sometimes. That's one of the reasons I pray for heaven. Now, I'm not looking to go today. It wouldn't mind if my heart kept beating a little bit, got to see my girls grow up and got to grow old with my wife. That wouldn't bother me. But can I tell you, for me to live is Christ, but to die is gain. Because I'd go to heaven immediately. But let me ask you this, friend. Would you? You say, okay, what's, what's going on here, Brother Micah? I'm asking you. God forbid something were to happen to you. If his kingdom were to come, do you know where you'd go? Would you actually go to his kingdom or would you be forever separated from him in a place, a horrible place, a terrible place, a monstrous place called hell? For many people, that place called hell, it's, it's just a curse word to them. The Bible tells us, though, that it's a real place. Now, it's reserved specifically, and it's for, created for, the devil and his angels. But, because of our sin, we will be separated from him for all eternity, except for the fact that Jesus Christ, he paid the penalty. There are four things you must understand. If, if you want to honestly and confidently pray, thy kingdom come, there are four things you must understand. Number one, everybody's a sinner. We've all done wrong. We have all been unrighteous. I'm including me in that Venn diagram. I am a sinner. And if you're honest with you, you are too. You say, oh, I, I've been basically sinless for a long while. I, I do. I'm, I'm a pretty good person. Let me ask you this. How many times do you have to rob a bank to become a bank robber? Hmm. Well, I guess only one time. How many times do you have to sin to become a sinner? Well, friend, only one time. Our sin condemns us to an eternity in a place called hell. That's number two. There is a penalty for our sin. The Bible says that as it is written, there is none righteous, no, not one. So we're all sinners. But number two, the Bible also tells us that because of our sin, we have to spend an eternity in a place called hell for the wages of sin is death. That's all bad news, but thankfully, this is where the good news starts. And if you want to confidently be able to pray, thy kingdom come, then you need to be able to understand. Number one, we're all sinners. Number two, there's a penalty for sin. But number three, Jesus Christ paid the penalty. That verse I just quoted a moment ago, Romans 6.23, for the wages of sin is death, but... The gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. What an amazing gift it is. But if that gift is extended, but never accepted, it's not yours. So, friend, if you'd like to confidently be able to say, thy kingdom come, as we focus on prayer, as we look up, do you look up today with dread? Or do you look up with anticipation because you know he's coming back. And when he does, he's coming for you. I'd encourage you, if you would, to consider that thought. Do you know that you are a sinner? Now, that's a hard pill to swallow. I realize that. Maybe you have questions about that, the very first point. Maybe this idea of a penalty of sin. Maybe you think hell is kind of this figurative place that the Bible doesn't really speak of in a reality. Maybe your issue is with needing someone else, specifically the perfect person of Jesus Christ, to pay for your penalty. Or maybe you're just stuck on point number four, accepting the free gift. Regardless of where you're stuck today, friend, I'd love to help you with that. Not only can you reach out to me if you have a prayer request, but if you have a comment, a question more particularly related to today, if you'd like to look up with anticipation instead of dread, I'd love to hear from you. You can contact me today by texting me at this phone number. You ready? 309 316 7240. Again, you can text me today. Text me right now. Don't put it off to tomorrow. I know we have one more broadcast this week, but don't put it off. I want you to look up. And be anticipating, be excited about the soon returning of Jesus Christ. Text me if you have a question about salvation. Here's the phone number. 309-316-7240. I pray you have a great day for his glory, but I'll be honest with you. I pray that if you don't know Christ, that you don't know a moment's respite, a moment's rest, until you get that settled for eternity. Have a great day for His glory. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Track Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample booklet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309 828 6888. Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.